Hello, and welcome to the City Speak podcast, where we talk about everything relevant to stakeholders at City Hall and municipal government organizations. City Speak podcast has a unique focus on community and directing interests to an exciting career in municipal government. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, John Herrera, a city director and CPA with 30 years experience in the efficient delivery of municipal services to his communities. Here now is John Herrera. Hello, how are you all doing today? This is John Herrera with City Speak Podcast. Thank you very much for being with us uh, here today. The episode four for today is based on politics. And uh, the subject of our talk for today is municipal employees stay out of politics. Okay, very good. Here we go. Before I get into talking about the specifics of this talk, I want to give you a little little background of what I have gone through during my 30 years in municipal government, mostly city government, and I've mostly held the position of finance director, administrative services director. I've been acting city manager as well, but my track has been finance director. But I wanted to start out with just a little background, a little history of my experience with politics, especially as I first had my first dose of it. So, in 1990, I was hired at the city of Hemet as the administrative analyst, and I worked as administrative analyst for five years. Uh, city of Hemet is a small city in uh, western Riverside County, and its neighbor city is city of San Jacinto, San Jacinto. After five years as an administrative analyst at the city of Hemet in the finance department and other operating departments, I got my big break. I got my big opportunity to become a first-time director in neighboring city of San Jacinto. So I got hired on by Pam Easter in 1995 at the city of San Jacinto. And within six months, she was gone. Uh, She did mention to me when she was hiring me that she may not be there a long time. City managers... The first thing in city management is they have to learn to count to three. Why? Because there's usually five city council people and three city managers, uh, three uh, council members can fire a city manager. So my city manager, Pam Easter, lovely lady. Thank you, Pam, for the opportunity. I've always uh, appreciated that opportunity you gave me and allowed me to make a success in in my career in municipal government. But within six months, Pam was gone. And an interim city manager by the name of Lyle Alberg, 66-year-old man who came on board, he was a retired city manager. He was tough as nails. And I can do a whole episode, a whole City Speak episode just talking about Lyle Alberg. But for right now, let me just say this. He was, this is a, a former master sergeant in the Marines, I believe. Uh, and he had like 35, 40 years experience working in in local government at all levels. Uh, he's not somebody you you messed with. And here I was, 32, 32 years old, first time finance director, kind of cocky, 
thought I knew it all and uh, got all my college degrees and certifications and everything. And I'm sh I show up to work uh, to work as a finance director at a city, San Jacinto, which at that time, I don't know what it's like today, but, but back in 1994, 95, 96, 97, all the way to 1998 and beyond, this was the most politically charged city council I have ever worked with or worked in. Uh, all the cities I went to work for after the city of San Jacinto, walk in the park, piece of cake. And I'll tell you if, uh, if you are working in a city like that right now, value this opportunity, value this experience. And we'll talk a little more about that as we progress with this uh, City Speak um, podcast. So here I was a first time finance director. I thought it was all that. And uh, little did I know what was in store for me in this assignment at City of San Jacinto. Uh, three of the five council members uh, were up for re-election in 1995. And three new council members came on board and they replaced the council majority and these uh, city council people came in, <laughs> guns drawn and ready to fire. Uh, they felt there was, uh, one of the new council members gave me a book that was called um, Revolution at the Roots. I'm not gonna mention council member names. I don't think that's, that's important here. What's important is politics. And while we as municipal employees should interact within that political environment, keep in mind, we all know that we work for political organizations. If you work for a city city organization or a special district or a uh, joint powers authority uh, or any kind of local government organization, again, I don't, I'm not talking about state, I'm not talking about federal, but if you work for any municipal organization, you're working for a political organization. So politics is okay. It's part of what we operate in as public employees, as municipal employees. The point is, stay out of the politics, and I'll talk more about it. But still talking about a little history here, a little experience that I had in my first assignment as a finance director, was that here's this new council majority, made up of three brand new council members. They don't know the first thing about um about uh, how local governments work. All they know is that their constituents want them to clean house and clean up the fraud and everything else. I was also new. I had not been there much longer than these brand new council, these three council majority. By the way, we have two other uh, council members that were uh, a lot more experienced, had a lot more years of experience. And they were watching all this and they were, they did their best to try to work with a new council majority. I respect them a lot for that, by the way. But nonetheless, they were elected officials as well. And uh, the the point that um, I want to highlight for you today is that this organization, the City of San Jacinto here in California, was uh, just every day was a first for the most experienced of city directors and and, and residents, stakeholders, and, and our city manager. I remember Lyle Alberg would say to me, another first. This is another first. I've never seen this before. But um, 
1995, then, this new council uh, majority that came on board, they did come to clean house. And even though I was new and I wasn't part of the old guard, if you will, I was hired by the previous city manager, Pam Easter, and they, this new council majority felt that I probably had something to do with something. Who knows? Whatever it is. So all kinds of politics. And I'm not just talking about the politics that are essential to democracy to take place in a local government. I'm talking about the mean, nasty, dirty, uh, vindictive kind of politics that goes on where even innocent people, even innocent municipal employees, were going to get their neck chopped off, uh, figuratively speaking. So this was a very, a very challenging environment to work in. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as I w what happened one day when what, what taught me about uh, the politics and my place as a municipal employee I found myself in a um, council uh, budget subcommittee. Two of the three council majority that came in, the new council members that came in, were assigned to the budget, assigned themselves to the budget subcommittee. And they were on a mission. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think they even delayed the budget. The budget didn't get adopted by June 30th. And we did a continuing appropriation resolution, which basically we just we just basically uh, rubber stamped the budget from the prior fiscal year uh, and adopted that for the new fiscal year because the council could not agree on the revenues estimates and the expenditure estimates and the fund balance. And they just thought everything was a mess. So they were not going to adopt the new year budget. They just did a continuing appropriation of prior year spending uh, patterns. So the budget wouldn't get adopted. So here I find myself. At the end of the day, like from two o'clock to five o'clock, a three hour meeting with myself, the city manager, interim city manager, Lyle Alberg, and uh, two of the council budget uh, committee members. And it was gut wrenching three hours that I spent in that budget uh, committee meeting because the council members, especially one of the council members that held uh, themselves out to be a an accounting expert, which uh, she wasn't. Uh, but anyways, so she was there. She was going through the balance sheet for the general fund, and she was looking at every line item and wanted me to explain things that were on there. Well, I just showed up here on the scene, on the job here uh, a few months back, and I'm still going through the trial balance and trying to identify everything that's on the balance sheet and trying to get a grasp of the revenues and expenditures. But she was there just cutting into me and, and – um, she wasn't looking for solutions, and frankly, I don't believe she was looking for facts. She was just looking for ammunition that she can take to the city council meeting in public session and basically cut up all the department directors. She was she was looking for ammunition to fire. She wanted to fire people. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you that every council member, we every council meeting we went to, uh, we were always getting fried. I mean, it was just another opportunity to, it was just a big political barbecue where every, one direct, one department director or another would get fried or roasted. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. But I want to finish with this budget meeting where um, this, this, uh, these council members, you know, I'm sure they were very well-intentioned, but we're sitting there just, you know, just, just, just uh, not really wanting to know the truth uh, and, 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 
I still was trying to figure out the budget myself, not being there a long time. But I could see that it was going, it was going nowhere. And uh, so at some point during the meeting, I got really frustrated. Again, remember, I'm 32. I think I know it all right. This is my first real stint uh, as a director. Prior to that, I was an analyst. When you're an administrative analyst, a management analyst, you get a lot of diversity, a lot of opportunity to get involved in so many things. And everything you say, nobody cares, really, because you have no status. You have no, what you say doesn't really matter. But when you're a director, when you're an appointed official of the municipality that you're working at, now you got to be careful. Now you have to budget your words, as my former boss, Steve Temple, told me. He said, budget your words. Don't say everything. Speak very little. But uh, here you are as a new finance director. Here I was as a new finance director, and I thought I knew it all. And I made the comment. I, I got upset. I said, well, what are you looking for? You're not asking me anything. I lost my cool. I lost my patience during the meeting. The city manager, Lyle Albert, interim city manager, just looked at me. He just went like this to me. And even the, one of the council members, she said, she says, well, John is here having a coronary. Let's just end this meeting and we'll do it another time or something like that. But so um, before I conclude what happened after that budget subcommittee meeting, I want to tell you a little more about this organization. It's a, it was a place where everybody was on pins and needles. Everybody was wondering who was going to get cut. And some um, long-term, really good employees, the, the, the community development director, Brian McNabb, who'd been there for 20-something years, he looked like a really good employee. But, you know, for whatever reason, these new council members had it in for him. Um, uh, the, the, the city manager, obviously, you know, they, they had it in for her as well. And, and um, a number of employees... Uh, this new council majority came in to basically uh, uh, fire people, and they were going to direct the city manager to do that. Now, that's a whole other topic of how they went about getting the, the city manager to cut people, but it was a really tough place to work. Are any of you currently working in city governments or municipal governments where there is just meanness and dirty politics being played right now? I don't think you need to lose, uh, give up your job and you don't want to give up your job. The community and the stakeholders, everybody's counting on you. But the point is that, hey, we work for political organizations. Uh, political meanness exists everywhere. So you need to follow some rules of conduct as a municipal employee, as a public administrator. And that's what this podcast is all about. So going back to this budget meeting, that I walked out of some, this is 25 years ago, but I remember it clearly. The, it was getting dark because it was during the winter time. And I think it was dark outside already, 5, 5.30 in, in the afternoon. And after the two council budget committee members walked out of the city manager's office, the city manager comes up to me and he says, don't forget something, he says, you have no status. You cannot speak to them that way. They are elected officials. And my first reaction was, hey, you're, you're, you're just trying to put me down, Lyle. You know, you're, you're, you're treating me this way because I'm Latino. If I was white, I would be able to say whatever I wanted. It's not true. That wasn't the case. This old man was trying to teach 
wow, old man. He was old man back then. <laughs> I'm actually 57. I'm not that 10, I'm like nine years behind him now. But uh, no, no, he was just trying to teach me. He was giving me good advice. And thank God I took his advice. I trusted this old guy. He's got a lot of years of experience, gray hair, you know, that counts a lot. And he didn't work for 40 years in city government without knowing what he was doing. So I guess one point is trust your city manager. He or she knows what uh, has to be done and we have to follow their lead. Don't ever get a, don't ever get ahead of the city manager. That is a bad situation for you to get into. But um, um, as I said, I, I spoke up and I, uh, um, uh, I, I, I should have kept my cool. And remember, this is the king. The mayor and the city council, they are the king. I mean, democratically, they're, they're, they're appointed, they're elected, right? Um, they can do whatever they want. We cannot. We as municipal employees will follow the city manager as our boss or the general manager or whoever the, the chief administrative officer is for the municipality that we're working with. But don't get frustrated. Don't lose your cool. Remember, we're working in political organizations. This is the way it works. And um, I'm very thankful that uh, even though Lyle Albert kicked my butt all over City Hall for the six months that he was there before the permanent city manager was hired, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I got to a point where he kicked my butt so much in, in terms of training me, Marine, military, Marine style training that um, uh, every city job I've had after that finance director job in the city of San, San Jacinto, walk in the park, piece of cake. I've never seen the politics that I saw in San Jacinto back in 1995, 94 through 98 and so forth. And uh, um, I realized that this, that I, yes, I was a, I'm a CPA, right? I'm a, I'm a, in business administration and all this academic uh, credentials and so forth, but those do not mean anything when it comes to the decisions of elected officials. They ultimately have the say, and we have to respect that. We are only the expert advisors that make proposals and recommendations, but we do not have the say. We are not elected officials. Uh, the the uh, I always think about it like when you go to work in, in a municipality, specifically a city or a full service city organization. Uh, I, I, I think of it like when you go to the zoo and I'm not demeaning uh, city council by any means, I'm just telling you in terms of the power and the respect that you need to have for that. Uh, you go to the zoo and you look at the gorilla enclosure, you know, are you gonna jump in there and go pet or go play with the gorillas? No, stay away from there. They'll tear your arms off. You're, you're dead meat if you go in there. And that's the way it is, what I can compare council. They're an 800-pound gorilla, you know, and here you are a little uh, human. Uh, you don't stand a chance and you don't belong in that enclosure. You, you're not an elected official, municipal employees. You're hired by the city manager. You report to the city manager. You follow, follow that hierarchy. So this uh, that's the whole purpose for this podcast is, I guess, the bottom line is what Lyle Albert, may he rest in peace, what he taught me was that 
you don't have status to take on the city council or to speak badly of the city council. We have to respect these elected officials. You respect the office. You may not respect the individual. That, 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 that individual may be a scummy, scum of the earth type of individual uh, because of the way they behave. But the office of mayor and city council, as any other office, uh, we need to respect it and respect the, the individuals that are in that position. There may, uh, um, there may be meanness, as I said, and dirtiness and vindictive behavior by new council members, but that's democracy. So I tell you, uh, politics, it's good that there's politics because that means you have democracy. I mean, I love working in a, an organization where there's that type of political process. But if I'm a professional public manager, I don't get involved in that. And if you're not even a manager, you're an employee, don't get involved in that. That's not your place. Stay out of it. So for this uh, uh, for this City Speak podcast, episode four today, we're going to be talking about three areas. One is political integrity. Number two is status. You don't have that status as elected officials. And number three is political savviness versus being political. So let me just jump into that right now. That point about, first point is political integrity. You as a municipal employee, whether you're, you're, you're in a secretarial position or a mid-management or executive department director level, you need to have political integrity. You, if, 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 you, if you compromise your political integrity, you start taking sides, then you're no longer a municipal employee within the realm of, of, uh, of um, this, you know, the, the division that has to occur between the political elected officials and the administrative and the appointed uh, employees under the city manager. You will destroy the legitimacy of your or municipal organization if you cross that boundary into politics, you can't take sides. You don't belong there. And if you decide you want to get into the gorilla cage, God help you because you're going to get your neck cut off. Now, um, we'll talk more about how uh, there, there are situations where you need to speak up and you need to be very wise and very careful on how you speak up. There are times where uh, political integrity doesn't mean you can't bring up issues that you see, but you follow the chain of command. Anytime you jump the chain of command, you're risking your career and definitely never jump over the city manager or the general manager and go straight to the elected officials. You're asking for trouble if you do that. I mean, that's my, that's my experience and that's my opinion because that's the way I work. But if you think something is worthy of whistleblower, you have that right as an American citizen, as uh, an individual in the United States. If we see something wrong, we can say something about it. But you better be right about what you're saying if you're going to be a whistleblower. I don't recommend that. I, I've never had a situation where I had a whistleblower level kind of issue. My issues have always been good policy, bad policy, good financial decision, bad financial decision, or better financial decision, and not as good financial decision in my career. So... Think if this issue is worthy of that. 
99.99% of the time, whistleblower was not an issue, even though sometimes it seems to be in style. Uh, being a whistleblower is something to be proud of. You're destroying the legitimacy of the organization. I mean, there, there's, there, this is a political process. There's, this is a democratic process. And you need to understand what, what is involved with politi this political integrity as municipal employees and specifically as municipal managers. I remember in graduate school, in my, uh, my master's in public administration program, I remember that one of my professors did tell me and told the whole class, he says, if you want to make positive change in your organization, you have to be willing to risk your neck, which means risk your career. But that's from a professional standpoint, not risk your neck politically. That's not your place. Again, remember, you don't want to jump into that gorilla enclosure. You will lose. But I'm talking about on the administrative side. Remember, there's two sides. It's what we call, you know, President Woodrow Wilson 100 years ago talked of this uh, dichotomy between politics and administration. We as municipal employees stay on the administration side, not on the political side. You know, the, uh, the um, many people that, that believe that they, they should get involved in politics, I mean, that's your right, but if you're an employee, you're on the inside. You can't use that knowledge to help polit politicians that are managing that same organization where you work that's against the rules. What rules? Well, you'll find out if you try to go around it. Um, if you want to have that kind of organization. Now, remember, most of our city government organizations are incorporated under a council manager, council and city manager form of government. There are a few uh, city governments out there that are a strong mayor form of government in which the mayor becomes the chief administrative officer for the organization. But I've never worked in one of those, and that's not my focus of this City Speak newsletter. So you need to work within the council manager form of government. It is the manager who makes, he's the only employee next to the city attorney who's a, uh, the employee of the, of the council. But going back here to the city of San Jacinto, 1994 through 1998 and so forth, uh, that time period, very politically charged uh, organization, a lot of meanness, a lot of dirty politics and vindictive behavior. During this time, all department directors were uh, fair game. This council majority, even after they got elected, they were constantly campaigning for re-election from day one that they get a hire. They, they, they get, they get uh, sworn in as a new council member. They're always campaigning. And it's like they want to keep making a point to the audience and the people that are supporting them in the audience in the council meeting of just how uh, tough they're being on the city staff. And we all hung in there for as long as we could. But nobody was exempt. The city manager, well, not the interim city manager. Well, when Lyle Alberg was there, he was not getting roasted. He, he, got, he had the respect of these council members. But when the new city manager came on board, all the city managers that were there, I mean, they, they just got roasted in public session. The, the, the department directors, they all got roasted. Even the police chief, I remember Nat, Nathaniel Holmes, man, he, was, he tolerated too. Um, our city attorney, John Brown from Best, Best and Krieger, BBK, 
uh, I mean, some some of the ridiculous things that, that would go on during the council meeting. They'd open up his his firm's utility bills. He didn't prepare the bill, uh, but regardless, the bill would opened up were opened up during the council meeting, and they'd say, uh, "What was this twenty dollar lunch meeting with the uh, city manager for?" And, and he'd get roasted, and, and and John Brown would sit there and professional and respond as best he could, but everybody got roasted. I remember that we direct, we department directors were all sitting. Uh, and at that time we didn't sit on a dais there. Uh, department directors actually sat in the back, but uh, we'd all be sitting there in the dark side of the, of the council chambers. And we'd ask each other, I wonder who's going to get roasted tonight. And uh, after we made our presentation, we'd come back and we'd ask ourselves, do I have any blood on me? Uh, because they just rip you to shreds. The, the council, the new council majority was able to ask us the question ahead of time, but no, they'd wait till we were in public session to make a public spectacle of you. But again, that's the political environment of this city. And I, I chose to go work here. Um, actually, most of us uh, municipal employees that are on a track to become a director or even a city manager you have to go work in some city somewhere where there's a lot of politics, a lot of organizational and financial challenges. And that's how you earn your stripes, right? So you can get saluted. You got to earn your stripes. Okay. You don't get to go from being an analyst at the city of Hemet to being a finance director at the city of Anaheim. It's not going to happen. You have to work your way up the ladder. But again, we're still talking about Municipal employees stay out of politics. Section one deals with the first point that I'm making is political integrity. To maintain the legitimacy of your organization, you have to maintain political integrity. Let me go on to uh, number two, which is kind of what I started talking about, status. Don't jump in the gorilla enclosure. You're going to lose. These elected officials have an entirely different focus. And be thankful that you have these elected officials because that is the democracy, the democratic way. Or would you rather have a king in your city and he or she determines what happens? No, they get voted in. It's a democratic process. That's what we have here in America in our uh, 20,000 or 30,000 cities across the United States at 40,000, whatever that is. But remember your, your status. You don't have the status to go and talk uh, to a city uh, um, elected official that way. And remember, you cannot trust elected officials as municipal employees. And I don't mean because those elected officials are not trustworthy. I'm just saying because it's not your job. It's not your role to get into trust relationship with these individual elected officials. You work with the entire city council. That is why whenever there's a request for information from one of the council members, what does the city clerk do? She gives that information not just to one, but to all five, the mayor and the council members. So we have to be the same way, fair and impartial. We cannot take sides. Even if you have a personal opinion, if you're a professional municipal employee, if you're going to maintain your professionals, if you're going to stay in that in that dichotomy of, politics and administration and keep it separate, which is the only sustainable professional position you can take as a municipal employee. It's not sustainable to think you can jump in. Who knows? Maybe your community is that way where the municipal employees act like they're elected officials, but 
not in the majority of cities that I've worked in, all the cities that I've worked in, that doesn't happen. So the point number two then, point number one was political integrity. Point number two is status. You don't have the status of elected officials. Stay out of the politics. Point number three is political savviness. Being politically savvy, that's a good thing. That's okay. But being political, that is not okay. And you need to know the difference. Municipal employees that, that are able to stay and succeed in their career and make positive change for their organizations will be politically savvy. They need to know who the players are. They need to know what's going on in their organization. They have to make themselves informed and keep themselves informed. And the more savvy you are politically, the better your chance of being able to move up, move up in the organization. They're not going to put some foolish, uh, loose cannon uh, into that position of director of human resources, director of finance, director of community development. It's just not going to do that. Don't expect that. It'd be a foolish thing to, to, to do. Um, that is why, thank God, Lyle Albert, uh, cared enough about me to kick my butt as a young whippersnapper, thought I knew it all. And, and I'm very thankful. I'm thankful to my to my dad, my mom. They taught me about respect for authority. And Lyle Albert, you know, he's he kicked my butt right there. I mean, first couple weeks that we were working together, he says, you don't have status. Remember that. They are the king. They make the decisions. You're, we're here as advisors. And even more than that, Remember that I'm the city manager. I'm your boss. Work within that channel of authority. So um, political savviness, yeah, you got to develop that. And as you look at moving up in the organization and to positions of responsibility, that's what the council and the mayor and, and the city managers and people in authority, even the community. I mean, these three new uh, council members that were there to get everybody fired, even they were counting on me to prove them wrong that I was a good public servant, a good finance officer for that municipality. And they were counting on me to be that way. And I did the best I could. But being a first-time finance director, I lacked a lot of experience with this political savviness and understanding status and, and that political integrity. I did maintain the political integrity, but it was very difficult to, to, to survive. Most department directors got cut. And a lot of things happen. I'll talk more about that in future uh, City Speak uh, 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 podcasts. But um, so that's the point. Uh, please uh, consider what I've just said. Municipal employees, you chose this job. I chose this career path as a municipal employee. This is the career we've chosen. The community and the stakeholders of the organization, they're counting on us to do our jobs. So remember this, if you find yourself in a similar organization like the one I was in back in 1994, uh, 1995, 1998, uh, through those four, three, four years, think of it as a positive uh, benefit. You, you, you really get stronger and you, uh, you, 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 you realize that the, everything that you're learning is going to help you in your career as you move on. Now, we'll say there's also some fairness, and, and I'm not happy this happened, but I mean, there's justice in the world. These two members of this council budget subcommittee, they were recalled that year that I finally moved on to another city. 
because uh, 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 other things that was so challenging working there. But I did move on eventually. It was it was either move on or I was going to get fired uh, by the by the uh, new city, uh, city uh, uh, council majority. But the point is that there was a recall. These two really mean, vindictive council members they were recalled. That's democracy. Elected officials can be voted in. They can also be voted out. Uh, so uh, I, I know they were trying to do good things, but the community, after they saw uh, that the organization that was serving, providing municipal services, ensuring the efficient delivery of municipal services, everybody's getting fired. Uh, people were going out, you know, on stress leave, and it's just not a very happy environment. But to conclude, remember, municipal employees stay out of politics. Maintain the political integrity so that you can maintain the legitimacy of your organization. Uh, remember, you don't have status. Don't go into that elected official pen. That's not your place. And then maintain your political savviness. And that way you can continue to develop and better serve the organizations in the various positions of leadership that you, that you serve. So that's all for today. Uh, thanks for listening in to City Speak podcast. I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for listening to the City Speak podcast. Tune in next time where we will talk again about everything relevant to stakeholders at City Hall and municipal government organizations.